0: Here, here's a question I have for you. So you're, you're 19, you, you have no plans of going to college, correct? So um, that's your path. I'm interested to hear,
1: will you send your kids to college? That's a great question. I've actually never got that question. Wake up, Indy. Naptown is a thing of the past. Join us as we talk success, personal growth, leadership, and more. No matter your location or your job title,
2: we want to see you grow podcasting from Indianapolis, Indiana, this is As Indy Grows with your hosts, Taylor and Remington. Welcome back to As Indy Grows. I am Taylor with my co-host, Remy. Boom goes the dynamite. He fitted in there very nice. So I'm really excited. Today we actually have a teen entrepreneur on the show, but before we get into that, I just have to ask, you're looking kind of tired, Remy. What's up? Man,
0: I am a little tired. So they told us to have a baby. They said... Hey, it'll be fulfilling. It'll be the best thing ever. Remington, have a baby. And so I had this baby, Taylor. You have a baby. You had the baby. I had. Well, I was a part there's of a it. There's a
2: lot of work that goes into that. I was be a, careful. There's a, well,
0: there's a lot of work now. Your wife wasn't tell you this. that. So I'm. I, have you ever been? You have the uh, the little cam, right? The the baby cam where you can see what's going on. Do you have one of those? We don't. You don't? No. You shouldn't. And here's why. Because <laughs> so we're we're laying down and it's like ten o'clock. So we're trying to go to sleep. You know, get some rest and you hear like that first cry, that wah, and you're like, God, please, please go back to sleep. And so you look on the cam and the angel that we gave birth to turns into demon baby because you can see it's like on night mode. And so her (laughs) eyes glow and she's staring right at the camera. Raccoon eyes, yeah. Uh, And and that's when you're like, okay, this is gonna be a long night. So that was last night. I apologize, but I'm on my game. Uh, Speaking of babies. Uh, If you want to introduce our guest today,
2: I think you want to ask him about uh, his Twitter account, right?
0: I do want to ask you about your Twitter. Well, okay, so I was driving in uh, today and I was trying to find your Twitter because I've seen you on other parts, other different social medias. Um, But as I was driving in today uh, at a stoplight, mind you, I looked up Jeremy Miller, uh, which is our guest, and uh, I found father of two, father of two, husband. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure our guest is 18 years old. So I'm like, I cannot wait to meet this guy who's got it all figured out. But it turns out it was the wrong Twitter account. Yes, it was. So, um, yeah, but I am interested. I want to hear more about his bio, and I'm pretty sure you have some uh, stats
2: that you want to share. So just found this out. Jeremy is now 19. His birthday was yesterday. That's true. Happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate it. But he's still a teen entrepreneur. So one of the reasons I'm really excited about having him on the show is I attended an event a few months ago, it was Indy X Summit, which is an employee experience event, and Jeremy sat in on a panel, and I went to see one of my friends, uh, one of my buddies, Randy Stockland, uh, sitting on a panel because I've never seen him actually speak out in, in public. So uh, I'm there, I'm listening to everyone's questions at this panel, and I see this, this guy. I don't know how old he is, but all of his answers really resonate with me mm. because they're the same conversations that I have with our marketing team. And I was just like, man, this is...
0: so. How old was everyone else on the panel? Were they older? They, they're they older. Twice, yeah. three times my age.
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not three times, but <laughs> yeah. easily twice my yeah, age.
2: They're older. And what so, was the, pa-
1: the panel was for tech? It was for social it, media? It was
2: more for like company culture. Like how okay. do you keep yeah. people engaged and how do you keep people excited about your company versus someone else's? That was what this panel was about. And I, like I said, I really liked his answers. And then even in between sessions, I just saw him talking to almost anyone who was going up to him. And everything he was saying was just providing so much value. And I was like, that's really impressive. This was before I knew his age. So I, as soon as I leave, I was like, I just need to send him a message on Twitter. and Because I don't know where this is going to lead, but I really want to follow his journey. Yeah. So I sent him a message on Twitter. He immediately responds. Long story short, we end up following each other. I'm just following his content, following his journey. And I'm like man it'd be so cool to have his perspective on the podcast yeah because he provides so much value and obviously as you get older experience does play a factor but it just really seems like he hasn't figured it out and you asked me you know about him and the one word that came to mind was just impressive
0: yeah well, your Twitter still says 18, by the way. I so know I it's a change. day. because yeah, I, I, I'm your latest follower. I'm okay. 6,915, oh, uh, and so, but yeah, it does say 18. So, uh, just get that figured Appreciate out. But it. so, you are the owner of Inspired Blue Media. Yep, and CEO. Yeah, I call myself president because president. I don't like calling myself CEO. So I'll call you Mr.
1: President for the rest of this interview. <laughs> okay, uh,
0: tell, so I think Taylor knows more than I do. But tell me about uh, this company.
1: Yep. So we're a uh, Facebook analytics agency. So we build funnels. Um, we execute funnels. Um, so we can initiate retargeting sequences through Facebook and with your website. So we know that 70% of conversions are done through a retargeting sequence. So you know, you go on a website, you're looking for a shirt and ah, you, you decide not to buy it. Well, the next day you're on Facebook and you see that exact same mm-hmm. show on your feed. It's creepy. because you're being retargeted. Mm. Um, and the more times you see that, the higher chances are you're going are to- Are you saying retargeted? Yeah, retargeting. Okay, I just want to make yeah. sure I heard that right. <laughs> yeah, so, so the more times you see that, the, the higher chances are that you're gonna buy it. And so we set those up for um, our know, clients, um, you know, we set up very uh, detailed and a comprehensive funnels so we can you know, spend this amount of money and get get high return because the way Facebook works is the, it's almost like gardening, which is a really weird so, sort of metaphor is the more you fertilize it, the more you pick out the weeds, the more you make sure you have good soil, the more you make sure you have good sunlight, the more you like work it the better results that you're going to have. And so a lot of times when people do Facebook advertising, they think they just click bo- a boost and they just you know let their ads run. We do the exact opposite. We spend hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours uh, testing campaigns, you know, tuning ads, we dive into the metrics and into the data. Because um, you know, we can take a $100 advertising budget and get 1000s and 1000s of dollars in sales. Wow. So I'm interested to hear about
0: do you know about his company like the size of your company? So you're you're now 19, right? And when we say company, it's not just you, right? Right.
1: It, there's four, f- five people total.
0: Okay. And- so.
2: You're interviewing an assistant? Is that going on right now? Yeah, so right
1: now we're hiring two virtual assistants um, out of the Philippines, and so they'll basically do basic tasks for us, video editing, following up with clients, um, simple stuff, stuff that we don't have to spend a long time training them. Um, We have two other uh, advertising specialists. One, he's a freshman at Purdue, and another one, he's actually 17 years old, he goes to Avon High School. And so... The, the thing that makes us so successful is everything that we do is checklist and process oriented. It's not just you know Jeremy's amazing strategy for marketing. It's like we have a checklist and a process that was given to us by a company called Blitzmetrics where they do advertising for... Golden State Warriors, Nike, Adidas, GoDaddy, huge companies like that. And they've been doing it for the last 10 years. And over the last 10 years, they've documented all the things that has proved to become successful. And so they've put all the things that like, okay, we did this thing and it led to this thing and it led to this many conversions. They put them to like a checklist process format. And so we're able to execute that kind of stuff. So in terms of training our you know, have new hire ons. We just give them guides and videos, and they just are able to duplicate it, you know, very easily. So a lot of people. So you know, we sell packages for fifteen hundred dollars, twenty five hundred dollars a month, and I can take a someone who knows nothing about marketing or advertising, and in one month, get them so that they they can t- take on and handle a twenty five hundred dollar a month package, um, just in thirty days, an hour, to hour of training mm-hmm. each day, because it's all process. It's not like strategy, and it's, it's very simple. Just follow these, you know, fourteen steps, and it'll lead to the sale.
2: So I don't know if you saw this, if you're following him on Instagram or not.
1: I don't even follow you on
0: Instagram.
2: (laughs) Well, we're not going to get into that right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I told him not to bring that up because I was like, let's not wa- let's not waste Jeremy's time. So he posted a picture. He's legit just wearing a Facebook shirt and he's like, Thank you, Facebook, for allowing me to make so much money. Nice. I was like, That is You post so on awesome. Instagram?
1: I post on Instagram and on Facebook and I have a lot of Facebook employees and people like pretty high up at Facebook who follow me on Facebook. Yeah. And they just message me like, Nice, haha. You know, just like, <laughs> okay, we get it.
2: And I think the other thing too is you're actually providing value. Right. You're not one of those people who are not providing value up front, you're making people pay for it. Like you're actually providing right. value. And like I said, that's one of the, the coolest things. And I think part of the reason, you know, people really buy into what you're doing is you communicate your why, which I know you're, right. you're huge into that. Absolutely. You try to do the same thing. You can tell your story um, and you could be in the same space, but your story's different and that's what makes you different. Exactly. And I think what's really cool about you is you just provide value and it's, it's free. Like you don't have to have a client. To, to tell them these things. True, true. And I think that's something that a lot of people are kind of scared to do yep. because they want them to be a client. Yep. Um, so what's just, what's your mindset about yep. the, you know, you have the long-term game and your short-term game. Yep. Where do you kind of fit in with that?
1: Yep. I've probably given, so we have, so one, one of our, our services is called a power hour. So for $150, I'm going to jump on a phone call for one hour with a client and we're going to go over their strategy, that sort of thing. Um, I've given away, tens of thousands of dollars in consulting and advice over the plat- past probably year and a half um, when i first started out my agency i worked for free a lot mm-hmm. but it's because i have the mindset that i'm planting seeds and i know that they're going to you know of harvest is going to come down the road i know that i don't have you know tons and tons of bills to pay and i'm very thankful for that i'm very thankful that you know i was able to start at a much younger age and so I'm not trying to play towards the money right now because there's some people that I've given them, you know, free consulting, whatever, and they've led to a huge client or something like that. So I know that if I plant seeds, let's say in the spring, the harvest is going to come to to the fall. Am I okay with in seven months, not being able to see a, you know, see any results from it, seeing any money from it. And it's just about delayed gratification. So a lot of the young people I work with, they're starting to make a lot of money and they're wanting to buy this car and this car. And I'm like, why don't you just Wait and try to delay your gratification a little bit, and take that money and invest in other things. So therefore, you know when you're 21, then you can buy you know how you know a whole big house or something like that. Right. So it's about delayed gratification. I'm not focused on the money right now. I'm focused on you know money five years from now, ten years from now. And if you plant seeds and if you add value, um, the harvest will come you know down the road. And the more you let it grow and flourish. Um, the bigger, you know, the bigger the harvest is going to get. It's interesting
0: that you mention uh, working for free. I'm reading a book by uh, Robert Kawasaki oh, and yeah. that's how you say that. And Absolutely. Rich, he wrote rich dad, poor dad. Yep. I'm re- the one I'm reading is at uh, the Midas touch, I think. Okay. And he talks about the definition of an entrepreneur is the amount of hours that they work for free. Right. And so, yeah, here, here's a question I have for you. So you're, you're 19 or you, you have no plans of going to college, correct? correct. So um, that's your path. I'm interested to hear, will you send your kids to college?
1: <laughs> that's a great question. I've actually never got that question. Um, I know that for sure I will homeschool my kids, at least in, you know, m- in middle school and high school. Um, now as far as if I'm going to send them to college, it's going to be their choice, hundred percent. Um, because I, you know, I, the, my philosophy on college is not black or white. It's not, if you're an entrepreneur, don't go to college. Like that is not my philosophy on college. For college, it's, you have to look at your situation, your goals, what you're trying to achieve, where you're at in life, and does it make sense to go to college? Because sometimes, some entrepreneurs, they need to go to college. I mean, I, I'm uh, There's a Forbes piece that I'm about, about to be featured, and they asked me, like, why did you, what was the process for you to decide not to go to college? And I spent years in high school developing my network, making the money, getting the skills, um, developing relationships with mentors. So it wasn't like, you know, I graduated from high school and like, oh, you know I, I I'm the stuff. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't need to go to college. It was I, I spent years in high school preparing myself. So as far as am I going to send my kids to college, if they want to, you know, they, they can go to college. But, but you're going to encourage them to work for themselves. I would not necessarily. I would encourage them to n- not go because they think it's what they have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I made the decision of I'm not like the one thing that helped me make the decision to not go to college was um, re- me realizing that I don't have to go to college. That's not the only path. Gotcha.
2: Self-awareness. Yes. Is a huge 100%. thing. 100%. And the other thing that I, I wish would... wish you t- had that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. But that's why we bring on these guests, because they're the ones that are providing the <laughs> majority true. of the value. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, you know, my thing is, what does college even look like by the time he has a kid that's at college age? Because I even think about I that hope now it for different. Brooklyn.
0: I hope it looks different. I
2: even think about that now for Brooklyn is, you Do know... Do you know the
0: stats on it? Like, the average kid graduates with $50,000 in debt. They change their major at least three times, and most of them, most kids do not graduate with the degree that they intended to. Right. And so we're all confused. Right. You know, most of us are confused. He's not confused. It doesn't uh, seem like he's Jeremy's too confused. Jeremy's not confused.
2: He's, he's on task. But, but that, I'm still confused. <laughs> that kind of leads to a, another question is, since you started, has your mission changed at all?
1: Yeah, it has. Absolutely. So when I first started entrepreneurship was, it was selfish for me. It was therapy for me. It was for me to stay so busy so that i wouldn't fall back into the world of drugs and you know going to parties that sort of thing so it was something to keep me out of that world um it changed uh and on a wednesday in july 2016 i'm sure you've seen this in my why video um i saw an old friend and so, so so just to get clarity so two two and a half years ago three years ago i was in drugs i was depressed i was cutting myself i was suicidal i was not in a place that where i would live for another five years i mean i was just gone um and i like that because i wanted to take myself out of the world because i thought i was doing harm to other people right um and you know i i saw an old friend who i knew he was in the same point of where i was two and a half years ago drugs messed up family su- you know suicide depressed the whole nine yards and it was on a Wednesday. It was in the evening. It was after church, and he—it was sort of surprising for me to see him at a church service. And so we struck a conversation. And at the time, I was building a skateboard company, and so he was a skateboarder, and so that was a way that we could relate. Um, he was just sort of asking me about how I was going, what I was excited about, what I was passionate about, that sort of thing. But he knew where I was just two years ago, you know, two years prior, um, and he just saw all this passion and all this like hope in life and all this like aspirations and. Um, you know, we had a great conversation, but later that night he texted me. He's like, Hey man, just be completely blunt. I was planning on overdosing on heroin tonight, but seeing that you were able to make the change of where you were two years ago has given me the hope that maybe I can too. Wow. And dude, when he sent that text message, I was like, Whoa, this is not about me anymore. And so that like, Mm-hmm. switched my entire mind to that and changed my entire goals my mindset my, my why on entrepreneurship so yeah it did it, i'll be honest in the beginning it was it was selfish for me it's like i want to make some money this is helpful for me um but july in 2016 everything changed
2: and it's so cool that you communicate that and you admit yeah that because i think a lot of people they're just not comfortable being right. vulnerable
1: and 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 I wasn't for a long time um, because it's hard. I mean, mm-hmm. it's shameful and people get this different idea about you. It's like, oh, you know. But when I can be vulnerable about that kind of stuff, it empowers other people to be mm-hmm. vulnerable about it for themselves. And I will tell you, is one of the most impactful things for me to get out of that life was just telling other people. It wasn't a medicine. It wasn't you know, some amazing therapist. It was just like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. You know, can mm-hmm. you just like tell me that I matter? Can you just be there for me? Just have a conversation? But if you never have that conversation, then you're just gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse and then eventually gonna do something that you, you know you can't cool take that back that people
0: feel comfortable enough to talk to you about something that's so <laughs> personal I mean that's the fact that you're vulnerable enough to share your story is probably what attracts other people and right one of our questions today was how do you attract talent um, that's it's kind of interesting because that that question
1: was built for how do you attract
0: talent in your business, but sure. it sounds like one thing you do is just attract people in general to you, right. whether it's for business or not. Right. Can you speak to that?
1: Yeah, so, and, and this is in regards to attracting talent for business company, right?
0: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, is like that was originally what the question was gonna okay. be about, but it sounds like you're just attracting people to, yeah. uh, I mean, you're talking back and forth on Twitter for you know celebrities or not, and right. talking about addictions
1: or whatever it is. Um, I mean, how do you have time for all that? Um, you know, my time is, like, I have such a full plate right now. Like I have like a 20 ounce steak, like three potatoes and like all these different sides. And it's hard for me for me to be able to you know, take on all this. Um, I'm actually trying to take on less work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know, one of my biggest challenges. Uh, but in regards to attracting talent is, for me, it's not about your skills or you know what you can do. It's how you think. It's the mindset. You know what your goals are. So for every single time that we hire someone, or you know we hire someone just for a project, not even just for to be on a company, is we have them fill out what's called like a goals matrix. Um, and so so it's like a three by three goals matrix. And so it's like professional, um, social, and then spiritual, and then three months, um, or thirty days, six months, and then like you know twelve months, something like that and understanding their goals, you know what they want in life and their mindset on how they approach life and how they approach people, that tell that I mean understanding someone's goals can tell you so much more about someone. I don't really care what degree you have, I don't care what experience you have, I don't care what skills because I can teach you skills. I can teach you marketing all day long. What I can't teach you is your perspective on life and if you're telling me that you want to make a million dollars next year, it's not gonna be a good fit for us. But if you're telling me that you wanna impact lives and you wanna serve people and educate businesses on how to save money on advertising, therefore help them make a lot more money on advertising, then it's gonna be a much better fit for us. So for me, whenever I'm talking to people or attracting people, um, either in my inner circle or just in a company or whatever, it's their mindset. It's their philosophy on life. You know, That's what I focus on most. It's, I don't really care what you've done because everyone can have you know some some kind of success, but you know, how do you view life? Right.
2: and. This is why I wanted to bring them on because I, I agree with that so much. I tell our team, you know, you can teach skills. Right. The two things I really look for are passion and creativity because if you're passionate about something, you're gonna be able to outwork someone who's just good at something right. but isn't passionate about that. And then also, they're just good people. It's hard to find good people. Yep. Um, so I, I echo those sentiments. I think it's, it's really smart to, yeah. to look for those people. The bar is
0: set so low. In my opinion, I'm, I'm dead serious when I say this. There's so I I don't know if it's our generation if people like to dog millennials, like yeah. that's like the mm-hmm. thing. And I don't think it's that I think that social media has brought light to just a, an epidemic that's always been with a, with kids just sure. in general. Um, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Well,
2: what, so have you had a big hurdle of someone? So you tell your story, you get to the question of the elephant in the room, what's your age? Right. Has that been a hurdle or has that been more of just like, because it sounds like for some of whom you would consider your
1: mentors. Sure.
2: It's been a huge plus. Right. But has it been a negative in a business sense?
1: Sometimes. um, Sometimes people, not to be rude, but they're just so ignorant where they think, oh, 19, dude, you can never add value. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me to like re-educate them because they're basing that mindset, if you will, on their past 60 years, um, you know, in life, you know, kids are, you know, if you're under the age of 24, you know, whatever. Um, if, you know, social media, it's the same thing about how so people think social media is just a wrong thing all across the board. Um, so sometimes it is, but at, at, after those conversations, when the, that person was just like so stubborn, I'm like, you know what? It would not have been a good fit anyway, because if I wasn't able to re- reeducate mm-hmm. them on like, Hey, you know, things are changing the world, then it probably, we shouldn't have worked together anyway. So mm-hmm. at first, yeah, it sometimes, but, Like you said, um, often it's it's a huge plus. It it like shines this like little light. And so people look to me. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it really plays to a huge benefit and I'm Mm -hmm. very grateful for that.
0: Would you hire
1: a 10 year old Again, it depends on their mindset. It depends on, you know, their integrity. It depends on, do I trust them? Do they have work ethic? If I'm going to tell them to do these three things, are they going to take a month to do it? Because like, you know, when I graduated high school, I was so excited to work with um, adults because they're so much more mature and they treat people with respect. And I will tell you- <laughs>
0: And then you started working with Exactly.
1: <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? Adults are supposed to be mature and treat yeah. people with respect. I know a lot of kids who have more respect and have more integrity than most adults. And so I was like, oh, this is crazy age literally has nothing to do with it it's right. about you know up your upbringing and your past and mm-hmm. and your belief system and you know how you, how you just view people how do you conversate with people and so so it, hashtag, it hashtag child labor is uh the hashtag for today hashtag he, child labor. we're
2: both we both kind of wish our dollars were 10 now so <laughs> they could get hired by <laughs> yeah you, so. i'm not
0: bringing in enough cash apparently <laughs> um All right, I've got some funny questions. Unless you've got some more, we got heavy there for a second. People are crying when they're listening (laughs) to this podcast. I
2: don't know how much. How much time do we (laughs) have? How much we got? I I, I do want to ask. We we, got four minutes. I'd want to ask one question before you get into. I just want to know what you wore
0: for Halloween. But go go ahead. I was gonna gonna say. I
2: was gonna say. (laughs) What's the biggest piece of value you could provide someone who's listening or watching the podcast right now, and what that advice? change based on their age or it's kind of what you're touching on is it's more of the mindset but what would that big tangible piece of advice they could take today and and implement to provide value be
1: sure so before you do anything for the rest of the day you spend 20 minutes staring at a wall and asking yourself what is your purpose in life like what are you trying to do um and the thing and the thing that you're spending your time doing the people that you're conversating with the people who you're spending time with are those people going to help you get to that point i'm not just talking about financial i'm talking mm-hmm. about where you want to be in life the, you know what you want to be doing in life and so I think so many people go through the the day, go through the motions and I hate that. I hate that people go through the motions, even like, you know, my spiritual faith is going through the motions that never, that never reaps any fruit, Um, but in life, especially don't go through the motions, you know, always be asking yourself every morning when you wake up, you know, what are my goals today? Well, you know, what am I trying to accomplish in life? And, you know, is is going out and getting drunk with my friends, is that going to accomplish it? It might be, you know, maybe you need to, you know, I'm not saying don't do that because maybe you need to build those relationships with those people. I was at a tech conference in New Orleans, like uh, six months ago and you know, one of our partners got drunk with an investor and we have a great relationship so I'm not saying that mm-hmm. but always be asking yourself is that going to get me to where I want to be so you kind of have to be a little selfish because a lot of people they're just going through the motions that's no problem for
0: Taylor he's, <laughs> he's taking notes over here hashtag be selfish um, okay so here's here's a, here's a question I do have before we because uh, Halloween just happened not yes. too long ago actually it was, it, was, it was a while ago but I've been thinking about it ever yes. since uh, what did you go as for Halloween?
1: I was wearing a white shirt and black jeans and I was opening the door and handing out uh, candy to kids. So, oh, so I stayed okay. home and just...
0: So I did a new thing, I don't hand out candy, I trade. Because we had, like, Smarties and stuff. I was with a friend, and, like, (laughs) I really wanted chocolate. And I was like, I'm not going to go buy it. So when they came up, I was like, do you got any chocolate? Because we're going to trade. And most of the kids traded with
2: me. I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah. Is that off topic? You're, like, you're panicking. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. You know why I'm panicking? Why are you panicking? It's
2: because you wasted part of this episode talking about how you don't follow me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Which is ridiculous. And I I I legit said, so I guilted him into liking our corporate Facebook page, which is. There's no 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 guilt about it.
0: I like the. Yeah, I, I, like mean, so, yeah uh,
2: I mean, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I think we're running out of time. We are. We
0: need the question of the day. You, you did not prep him, so we need to explain no. what the question of the day
2: he, is. He knows what a question of oh, the you day do. would you be. Do. Okay. What would your question be for our viewers and listeners?
1: Um, I mean, it, it sort of goes back to, you know, you know, the, the big piece of advice I give is, like, what's your purpose in life? Um, I just think it's so important to understand, you know, why are here on this earth? Because there's you, every single person is special. They're amazing. They have a, uh, amazing purpose in life. And a lot of people, they don't know that. Mm-hmm. They're just going through the motions. Um, so why are you here?
2: Thank you so much for being on the show. Want to give a shout out to our producers. Want to give a shout out to our listeners, viewers. Man, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Thank you to our sponsor, GVC Mortgage. He did say that some of his employees will be in a, buying a home soon. Selfish plug, be selfish. <laughs> you know when they're ready to buy a home, G V C Mortgage, we do loans. My
0: other. Hashtag.
2: It was child labor. Hashtag child, child labor. <laughs> that's be, that's be... As Indy Grows is sponsored by G V C Mortgage Inc., NMLS number two three three four equal housing opportunity.